You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's Friday, baby. Woo! That's right. And I'm wooing because it's WrestleMania Friday, and that's oh, a baby. great weekend. It's uh, lots of great wrestling stuff. If you're a wrestling fan, you got TakeOver, you got G1, you got WrestleMania, and uh, of course, you've got Fantasy Baseball, and Chris and I are here to break down the slate, but we're going to woo our way through this one for sure, Chris. Usually we are staring at the slate and we're thinking about how we want to play it. And usually we, we tend to push people towards the cash games when it comes to Major League Baseball. But tonight, you look at the slate, you look at the pitchers on there, and tonight is begging for tournament play. It is a GPP Friday here on On Deck. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you're, you're dead on. It's, it, it really is. There's no, there's no studs on the board tonight, really, for the most part. You, you get into the $10,000, $11,000 pitchers, but this is, this is fun. This is what it's all about when you have to get creative with your lineup. You, you spend down on pitchers, and it could be messy, uh, but it's all, it always makes for a fun slate, and it just allows you to get some heavy hitters in your lineup. I mean, look on DraftKings, Colin McHugh, Shane Bieber up at the top. Both check in at under $10,000. Same thing over on the FanDuel side. In fact, only one pitcher over $9,000. Looking at the main slate, $9,100 for Pavetta, and then it gets down, and, and you're going to be able to save some cash on the pitchers and spend up on the bats. So many landmines in the pitching tonight, and that's the difference. The difference is, and this is why, if you haven't already, you should be downloading the LineStar app and be using it along with the podcast because – it's got the optimizer on there for lineups. It's got all the matchup information there, lefty-righty splits, history, everything you can possibly need to help you break it down because tonight the separator is going to be offense, not pitching. Uh, maybe one pitcher separates himself. It's possible from this glob. But overall, it wouldn't shock me to see a bunch of bullpen wins tonight. It wouldn't shock me to see a couple extra inning games tonight. It, it really – this is a night where you're looking for bats and the right bats are going to be the difference maker and some will be the big names and some will be those – those lesser known names are going to allow you to roster the big names and still be productive. So we're going to give you those as well. But uh, I mean, so far in the year, this is definitely the worst pitching slate that we've had. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. There's not, there's not one stud. There's, there isn't an ACE even looking at the, the earlier games today, of course, we'll always have a couple on Friday as we do this show, there'll be some early games and Colorado's finally at home uh, against, of course, the, the hottest team in baseball in terms of offense in the Dodgers. Uh, both teams projected over five. But, yeah, there's no, there's no studs. There's no stud pitchers. We we had a good showing yesterday in the limited sample size with some some pitching, some strong performances. Syndergaard and um, Strasburg, one of them. But, yeah, tonight, Joe, it's about the bats. Absolutely. So before we go on to today's slate, let's take a look back at yesterday, as we always do on the program. Uh, obviously, T Stephen Piscotty had a big day. Gleyber Torres, two home runs. You got to love that. That's some positive stuff there for those teams. The Red Sox, although J.D. Martinez came away with his third home run of the season, this offense still sputtering, just three runs. And we will be buying into the Red Sox offense very soon. The problem is, Chris, there isn't really much of a discount yet on it. So I'm not buying in until the premium 
matches the potential return. And I, I'm just waiting a little bit because uh, if you're not giving me a discount, then I'm waiting for the perfect scenario. I don't know if tonight in Arizona necessarily is the perfect scenario. Arizona is not what it used to be as a hitter ballpark after the humidor last year. So I'm curious for you, are you ready to go into the Red Sox uh, bandwagon again tonight? No, not yet. I need to see it as well. I mean, them and the Cubbies are the only teams, I think, that have yet to play at home. So, yeah, it's just a better environment for them. I know Boston has been on the on the West Coast and hasn't they haven't been dealing with any cold weather. But even still, uh, you're right. The, the discount is not there. A lot of the guys, even Mookie and JD, are still over $5,000 on DK. And Ben Attendi and Devers and Bogarts are still at least 4-3. So, not yet. I'm not willing to to roll them out, especially you can't feel great about them in cash either. So there's just no chance. And, we, you know, with the Cubbies, uh, just looking at yesterday to continue is I'm, I just continue to follow some trends here early on of what I've seen. I mean, the Cubs lead baseball with a 307 average. Sure, they're they're getting on base. They're, they're scoring some runs, but their pitching has been awful. They're walking a lot of guys. They played to the over in every single game but one. Yesterday, that continued 13 runs in that Braves and Cubs game. And then uh, Texas. Texas continues to score some runs, too. And the Angels continue to struggle. They were home favorites last night. They're going to be home favorites again today. And the Rangers put up an 11 spot. And they got Lance Lynn on the hill today. So continuing to follow a couple of those trends. There's some runs. There's still some rust with some of these pitchers. But today is going to be very, very interesting. Uh, you can't feel good about some of the pitchers that you're going to put in your lineup. But that's okay. That's right. It's all about there. the bats. That's what yes. it's about. And just to close out this thought process, too, Cubs still scuffling here. You Darvish looking oh, bad. Man. I mean, it's 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 just bad. It's, Real bad. If you're a season long U Darvish owner, that's not a great thing. No. And it's just right now they're they've got to be a little concerned. I think with what's going on. Of course, uh, getting home sometimes cures a lot of those ills. Road trips sometimes are bad in the middle of August. Nobody cares. Everything is magnified in April. But Red Sox got to start scoring some runs. Cubs got to start pitching and catching the ball a little bit better. But one more note, too, a guy that you talked about a lot is uh, Spencer Turnbull. He had himself a pretty, pretty good start with the 10Ks yesterday. Yeah, did he ever? So I've been on notice of him. And when Fulmer went down with Tommy John surgery, I was just interested to see, you know, if he would make the rotation. There was a start I saw in Philly. Yeah, we, we touched on him, I think, earlier in the week. And against the Phillies, their starting lineup, it was a spring training game, but they had their full lineup in there, and he had seven strikeouts through five. And then yesterday, he gets 15 swinging strikes. He has 10 strikeouts, 18 called strikes. He was all over the plate, Joe, and mixing his pitch is really good, too. Hitting 95 with the fastball, he's got a sink in there and he's got a decent curve so keep an eye on him because these are the type of pitchers that will allow you to get some big bats you know there's a guy that you're going to like today that we'll talk about is a salary cap saver and when you can especially when you're playing on DraftKings, if you want to go that stars and scrub route um, some of these guys are actually not scrubs they're just priced lower and that will allow you to get a high price pitcher or some bats like we'll talk about today yeah absolutely okay it's friday Yesterday is in the past, so it's a new day. Yes, it is. That's right. That's another wrestling reference for you wrestling fans out there. And if you missed it, then uh, then I feel sorry for you. So let's get on today's slate. And obviously, there are some games going on in the afternoon. You've got Seattle with Kikuchi against Ronaldo Lopez in the afternoon. Then you've got Kenta Maeda for taking on Tyler Anderson. The Colorado Rockies finally get home. So you got the Dodgers and Rockies in Colorado. Lots of offense there, especially with the Dodgers being so good out of the gate. You got the Padres bringing all their strikeouts over to Jack Flaherty, which should be a very good matchup for him. And the last four o'clock game you have is Glass now versus Derek Rodriguez. So because you've got Colorado on this afternoon slate, I'm curious, is this something you're going to jump in because Colorado's there? 
with this four games or because really it's Flaherty and Colorado, it just seems very chalky. You do like a, a cash game lineup and you hope for the best or yeah, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I, or you steer away completely. Yeah, I would steer away. And it's not, it's not for me. I mean, you met, you bring up some good points. I mean, Flaherty and then the, the Rockies. If, for me, and somebody likes to make some bets, I, I like maybe picking some money line teams here rather than going all chalk and hoping for the best in, in a 50-50 or a cash. And it's going to be really hard to be different because you you may not even get that Seattle and White Sox game in, so you'll just be dealing with three fours. And that's just going to be really tough to get because the Dodgers are so expensive and the Rockies are so expensive. It's really tough to be different. But I like Seattle on the road against Lopez. He, he yeah. struggled all spring. He, he gives up bombs. Seattle's just scoring runs left, right, and center. I, good call by you and Flaherty. I think that's a bounce back spot for him. I like St. Louis at home. And I like Tampa Bay on the road. They are road favorites. Sometimes I kind of maybe stay away from that. But Glasnow is a decent pitcher. And the Giants just don't have anything going offensively. So the Rays are actually scoring some runs. They're striking out a lot they have the highest strikeout uh, percentage in the league joe but they're they're scoring runs and they're winning ball games right now and it's partly because of their pitching and if you are going to get involved with it i would get involved with the uh the righty bats over on the dodger side with kiki hernandez justin Turner yeah. at the top uh and then probably justin uh chris taylor and aj pollock down towards the end of that lineup that's probably where i would go and on the flip side Blackman and Dahl against Kentamaina. Uh, I think you want to go with the two lefties. I know it's tempting to go up to the top with the Arenados and stories, but like everybody's expensive in this game yeah. for the most part. So it's it's a tricky one. I, I think I kind of tend to you where I'm more apt to just stay away from it and focus on the evening. So let's focus on the evening. You got Jake Odorizzi taking on Nick Pavetta in Philadelphia. Odorizzi to me is the perfect trap tonight. And he is my trap pitcher of the night on a slate where everybody's looking to find a guy. Odorizzi's last start with the 11 strikeouts was glorious. How often can you count on that? And do I want to put my money there? And for me, going into Philadelphia, the answer is no. I, I don't want to put my money there at all tonight. If Odorizzi has a good game, great, good for him. I think he is the trap of the night in the slate. What do you think about this matchup? Uh, I absolutely. I mean, he's got a 46% fly ball rate for his career and he gives up bombs Yeah, he can strike some guys out, but he gives up home runs. I mean, last year, 20, the year before that 30 in 2016, he allowed 29. That's a lot of home runs and he's going into Philly. Also keep an eye on the weather in this game. It looks like 70% chance of some precipitation, some rain. I know we're talking about tournaments, but if you are playing uh, in some cash, I know the Phillies lineup. I'm looking at it. I'm with you. I want to pick some of those guys against Odorizzi, uh, but just keep in mind that maybe just some tournament sprinkles in there. Uh, Hoskins, obviously, this lineup is just so good, Joe. I like I what you did there. You said there was so rain. Good. You said there was rain, and then you said tournament sprinkles. That was cute. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> adorable. Up on that, right? you're, you're the best. I love that. That's why you're Chris Meany. But you're right. The, the weather is potentially a, a factor. I know here where I am in New Jersey on the East Coast, it's going to rain as well. So it could affect a lot of things. Um, it could also be a delay in the middle. You never know. Yeah. And if that's the case, too, that changes everything. But it's uh, – again, I, I just think Odorizzi is not – and you add that to the whole possibility, too, of maybe him going out there for three or four innings and then a delay or something like that and never coming back. Uh, no, thank you. You got Sonny Gray and Joe Musgrove over in Pittsburgh for the Reds at Pirates. You know, I know people are going to want to jump ugly on Sonny Gray, and they're not wrong, but the Pirates don't have a lineup that gets me excited to do that. So, like, I, I'm, not, I'm not looking at Josh Bell and Kong and, and Melky Cabrera as guys that I'm really super into and excited that they're going to all of a sudden score a ton of runs tonight regardless. 
No, yeah, it's not a great environment, right? PNC no, is, is not a great environment, not, not a great uh, lineup. And on top no. of that, you know, it's, it's another trap. This is like the this is the offensive trap. It's like, oh yeah, Sonny Gray, let's go after him. But really, uh, we'll go after him with what? It's like you're throwing sticks at him. I don't know, like picking up rocks. You're not throwing <laughs> missiles for God's sakes. Both of these teams too, like just, I mean, three point six team applied total for Cincy and three point nine for Pittsburgh. It's low. I don't know where the runs are really going to come from. I have maybe a little bit of interest in Musgrove because because of where it is in Pittsburgh and because of mostly because of the Reds and they do have some, I mean, they're striking out 27% of the time. I know they have some power in their lineup and some guys who can turn it around, but a lot of their players are really struggling right now. Winker off the top. Like it looks like oh, he's going to continue to lead off. He's yeah. not getting on base. So he's not setting the table for anyone. I saw a tweet yesterday and it was like Reds outfielders over 33. When you don't include Puig, well, if you include Puig, it's like, three for 48 like he's right. not even off to a good start either and, and this means you're gonna get a lot more matt kemp i think sooner than later and yeah i think you're right and, and i say it every year every year everybody wants to leave matt kemp for dead and when he starts showing up in the lineup in a week tell him yeah. <laughs> put him in your line he's gonna be cheap he'll probably be around 3k or something in a great spot in the order probably a great spot in the order probably and he's he's gonna look all that guy does is hit and last three years, everybody wanted to leave him for dead. And all he keeps doing is driving in a ton of runs and, you know, doing a good job. So, and, and I'll tell you what, when Nick Senzel gets healthy, don't be shocked yes. if he doesn't come up either. Because if they continue to sputter, it, it could even be Senzel in the outfield and, and that way. Or they might say to the kid, look, I know we want to play in the outfield, but we have the hole at second base. We need some offense. You need to come in and play second base again and do that. So there's, there's going to be opportunity there. All right, let's get to my guy tonight. The Blue Jays taking on... The Cleveland Indians, Shane Bieber at home, his first start of the year against Trent Thornton, who is just 6.2K, baby. Woo. And, I, and I'm all over it. I want it. I want it all, and I want it now. Trent Thornton at 6.2 <laughs> allows me to get the offense I want. It was a really good first outing for him, and I'm attacking that Cleveland lineup, which, frankly, for lack of a better word, sucks. Yo, man, does it ever. It's got so many holes. I mean, Trevor Bauer had a had a no-no yesterday, and, and he couldn't get any offense. He couldn't get well, he also walked six guys. So, he did I mean, walk yeah. some guys. But, yeah, you're right about the Indians striking out 31% of the time. Um, and for your boy Thornton, you know, zero ERA, just the one start. I've never seen this before, and his, his FIP is negative. Like, it's negative .25. <laughs> <laughs> like, think, you know, it's well, early. Like, if I'm – if for me tonight – I'm looking at Thornton, and I'm going to the bottom of the board. He's the bottom of the board on DraftKings, on the pitching yeah, side. He's perfect. And I, don't, I know the ownership. The ownership could be high, but I don't know. I don't know how, how – I don't think it matters. I, see, I think I you take that if, discount and – Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to go up to the top of the board and the bottom of the board. So I want McHugh because yeah. I think he's a lock tonight. I think he's the, he's the best of those locks. And I'm going to go to the bottom of the board with Thornton on DraftKings. I'm going to combine the two. And for basically 15 and a half, I'm getting my two pitchers, which is not a, that's a pretty darn good amount. That's what, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That is, it's such a great strategy on a, on a night like this when there really are no studs and you can spend down. I mean, that is a great discount saving there on Thornton. He's got the strikeout potential. We already saw it. Eight strikeouts in five innings, only give up the two hits. Great matchup for him. Love that call. I do. And I like Bieber as well, but I probably will have more Thornton. Um, Bieber just well, Bieber he hasn't had a start, start yet. Well, yeah, he came out of the pen. Yeah, yeah. Who know, who, how long? How deep is he going to go? He may not be able to go that deep today. I know the Jays are struggling, but I think I'd rather just take the upside and the salary savings. You're saving a bunch of money by going for it. Well, yeah, and on the Fanduel side, he's not quite as inexpensive. He's seventy four hundred, so he's more in that middle range, 
which I think is fair considering the first outing and fair considering the matchup. The, the FanDuel pricing today is very tight uh, for me when um, what I want to do <laughs> with it personally. But overall, I think that there's, there's definitely some options there. Uh, we'll continue to go through, too, with uh, where we're putting some offense as we continue to go through. But let's uh, move on to the next game here. Uh, you got the uh, Boston Red Sox, the Road Warriors, going into Arizona. We kind of touched on them already. Porcello and Godley. Then later on, you've got uh, Pablo Lopez against Kevin Gossman, his first start back from injury. You know, it's funny. We kind of hit some Marlins last week against the Mets. Like Castro, we were all over that against the lefty. And, and, you know, with Gossman in this one, I wish there was somewhere to go. But I'll tell you, on the FanDuel side, JT Riddle is super cheap. And as a lefty bat against Gossman, I think I might use him as a lineup builder tonight. I know he's not super exciting. I know he hasn't started every game. But if you want to go up and you're going to need to go up for some big offensive talent when we get to that Milwaukee game that's coming up soon here in the slate, I look at him and I look at Riddle being one of those guys for 2,600, that's going to help you. It's a responsible low play where you put in JT Riddle and when he's played against the, uh, the, the right-handed pitching this year, it's been, he's been fine. He's produced for the most part. You see goose eggs when you look at the game log, but some of those are one at bats where it's just pinch hitting. So you have to, you know, look, <laughs> don't, don't let it fool yeah. you a little bit. You're going to need guys like this tonight. And there's another one coming. So outside of that, do you have any other, Exchange in this, uh, you're looking at a Freddie Freeman or NCRTE and and Marcakis, who's red hot right now too against that mighty Pablo Lopez. Yeah, I mean Marcakis is really interesting. Again, yesterday five RBI. I know I've said this before, but yeah, nobody's had more RBI opportunities than him over the last two years. It's because of that lineup. It's really nice, but he he, I like him a little bit more when he's up against a lefty. But even still, I will I do like that matchup. It's just when you're going through and just trying to find a cheap play. I mean, Riddle is a great one, and Marcakis is as well. I mean, somebody that can check in under four thousand and has an opportunity. And I'm yeah. not really sold on Kevin Gossman. I'm interested in him. I will be interested in him this season, but this is his first start coming off the. Short shoulder issue he only had five spring innings he gave up six runs he walked he walked four and gave up two bombs and guys hit 380 off him so um that's a good call well neil walker too is a switch hitter i mean neil walker's just 23 so i mean if if that's the route you want to go you could do that as well there's there's opportunity there there's multiple opportunities there uh to go ahead and get those guys in the lineup and i think those are the kind of guys tonight that you're going to need so keep that in mind. So that's a game worth bearing attention because Gossman was not good this spring. He had the injury. He's not going to be long for this game. No. So I know it's not sexy. You don't get excited, but you're going to need some guys like Marlins bats to filter in for this next game, which I want all the shares of. I am grabbing all the shares and putting them in my pocket and hopefully some cash as well because you got Quintana, the lefty, going into Milwaukee against Brandon Woodruff, who I think is a five-inning pitcher right now. Mm-hmm. He's very inefficient, although he's not bad. He's inefficient, and I think – this Cubs lineup going into Milwaukee here. You saw Rizzo and Baez get hot last night. I want uh, – you can stack them up and, and mow them down here. Uh, you can have Bryant, Rizzo, Baez. You can have Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber. I have some Schwarber tonight too with the lefty against the righty matchup for him. And on the other side, I absolutely love Lorenzo Cain at the top of this order tonight at 4,000. And Yasmani Grandal is my catcher. I'm willing to pay up for catcher tonight because I think there's opportunity here for some offense from Grandal against Quintana. So uh, I, don't, I don't love Yelich tonight against the lefty. Uh, Aguilar is another guy you could think about. But for me, it's Grandal, it's Lorenzo Cain, 
and all the Cubs I can afford. <laughs> yeah, this is the game, baby. This is the one for sure. Um, absolutely. I like the over again. I, I mentioned off the top of the show about the Cubbies. I mean, hitting 307 is the best average team average in baseball, plus their pitching staff is just – you mentioned Darvish. He's not the only one. They're, they're walking a lot of guys even in the, coming out of the bullpen. They're walking some guys. Kane is a great call. Hit 375 off lefties last year, 440 Woba. That was better than Yelich. I know he's not a big home run guy, but he's going to get those plate appearances hit at the top of the lineup. He had 15 extra base hits. And if you think that was a fluke, go back and look at Kane. I mean, for his career, he's hitting 314 off lefties. And in 216, he had 371 off left-handed pitching. So he sets the table. Aguilar, you kind of just glossed over. You mentioned him. I agree. I think he's somebody to consider. Nine homers and eight doubles and 282 average off lefties as well. So both teams, yeah, get him in there. And you can afford to spend up on catcher Joe when you're getting in a, a cheap pitcher like that. So Grant exactly. Hill's a good call as well. Exactly. And, and I'm not one to ever spend up a catcher. Uh, Real Muto is a, a good one, but I, I don't know. It's just – I'm not feeling it. If I'm going to spend up there, I'd rather, I think 41 on, on the DraftKings side for Grandal is reasonable considering the rest of them. And after that, it's, you know, probably a guy like McCann if I'm going to go down a little bit further, which is not that much of a difference. So I'm thinking to myself, right. all right, for the $200 difference between McCann and Grandal, mm-hmm. give me Grandal because I think yeah. the, uh, the firepower there is potential there. So as we said, these guys are going to be expensive. You can do it. I've got a DraftKings lineup right now that's got Grandal, Rizzo, uh, Chris Bryant, Baez, you get Schwarber, you can move pieces in and out. It's it's Whew. very, very doable with Thornton yeah. and with guys like Riddle or a couple of the other guys too, which I'm going to mention as we're coming up here. Uh, let's move on. And, and this, like I said, it's it sounds like a lot, but then you go, oh, wow, Thornton at 62. Yeah, you can make it work. And he's basically the, like another offensive player. He's on a pitcher tonight. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Milwaukee, 4.5 team applied total. Atlanta, 4.5 team applied total. Those are the top dogs. And then Chicago is right there at 4-1. So, I mean, Javi Baez is off to a great start. I mean, he doesn't look like any regression out of his game at all. So, I love that call. And well, look, and DFS, he's great too. Because when you play the matchups with him and or he's on one of those streaks, it's awesome. Yeah. And I think season-long owners from time to time might struggle a little bit with, you know, some of the some of the deeper stats with Javi Baez last year that were, I don't want to say red flags, but definitely uh, like like a like a bright orange. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, well, he's not – it's going to be hard-pressed to combine for, what, what was it, like 200 and Well, he's not a perfect yeah, offensive player, but no, what you have is – Right, you have the productivity. And I think at the end of the day, it's it's the productivity as long as it's there – especially when you have short-term commitments like you do in DFS, it makes sense. Okay, you got Colin McHugh, who is uh, at the top of the pitcher board at 9.5K on DraftKings against Frankie Montas. Uh, I, they're at home. Uh, I think this is a great opportunity for McHugh, McHugh who looked good last time out uh, against uh, Tampa. So for me, uh, I'm, I'm all in on this one. Uh, the guy in this game, too, that I'm all over is Michael Brantley in the middle of that order against Montas. I love him hitting cleanup. The lefty-righty matchups there. In the good ballpark, uh, I think Brantley is that guy that you look around, you see Altuve, 4-6, you see Springer, 4-5, you see Bregman, 4-8. Brantley's only 4-2. So you can have a piece of this and you're, it's a couple hundred dollars savings, but having him in the middle of that order I think is going to be a good thing tonight. 
Yeah, and how about the savings that you have on FanDuel if you play over there as well? I mean, completely cheap. I, I mentioned Correa the other day. He remains $3,400 on FanDuel. His prices only jumped up $100. And Brantley is $3,500 on FanDuel. So you're not going to be able to get some of these guys that have the ceiling. at Because we talk about the Red Sox. Like, these guys can hit too. And the Red Sox are struggling, and they're – you're not getting them at this price. And so you're getting Brantley's off to a good start in Houston at a, at a great price. Even Altuve checks in at under $4,000 on FanDuel as well. So um, I think an underrated stack for... Yeah. Well, there's one more Houston. in this one too. So for me, the two guys in this lineup, even though they're not back-to-back, it's more of a cost-first matchup kind of thing against the righty Montas is uh, Josh Reddick, who, again, because we're talking mostly tournament lineups tonight, yep. Yep. I think Reddick's one of those guys. He can go yard in that scenario. Uh, I like him against Montas in that ballpark, especially. I think those Reddick and Brantley, the, those are the pieces of that Astro lineup I want tonight. Normally, I wish they were closer together, but I'm willing to take at least one, if not both of the one-offs as a little bit of, you know, just responsible mid-tier guys that I can add in my lineup. Yeah, and you mentioned DraftKings being so tight. You look at Reddick as a great call. He's 4-1 no, on FanDuel was tight. DraftKings okay. was a little well, 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 for DK, and you look at Reddick, you're like 4-1. You would think that he'd come in at a cheaper price, though, right? Like, it just seems like DraftKings is all over Reddick's price. When you go look at him on FanDuel, he's 2-6. It's like, well, yeah. yeah, let me get him in there and and then pay up on the other stats. Well, he's that guy that you need for Rizzo Bryant. He's that yes. guy that you need for, exactly. you know, the, the Rizzo Baez, or however you want to shake it out. I think that's, that's the way you want to go. Uh, continuing on here as we move through to the later games, uh, 10 o'clock, you've got Lance Lynn going against Felix Pena. There should be some runs in this one, that's for sure. Trout's going to be super expensive, as always. I'm a little worried because Mazzara's been dealing with that quad thing, so I don't know if he's going to be in that lineup. I know Gallo went yard last night. I'm fine with Joey Gallo again tonight. I'm fine with rolling him out there. You know what he is. It's a big all or nothing. It's a home run or bust for the most part. And I think on a night like tonight, I'm more – apt to roster him and 4k i think is a very reasonable salary for him actually four seven on DraftKings, but i think he's only four on fanduel here yeah and texas continuing to score some runs i know we i've mentioned pena before i do have some interest in him in, in tournaments just to be a little different i have i'll have a couple shares because he's at the bottom he's he's nobody gets nobody's cheaper than him over on the fanduel side of things and texas still has a top 10 strikeout right now they do have some bats that are that are very scary but if mazara isn't in there uh, i you and i like him so i i think that lineup is is not as nice but uh, for the most part, Joe, I'm going to continue to to ride some Texas. I know that may be confusing to some people. Like I said, I have Pena in a, in a tournament or two, but this this Texas lineup is is great. And for Lance Lynn, I know he's a guy I usually pick on, but if you're just projecting a win here and you're looking for somebody who can get you a couple strikeouts, is he your she, road dog uh, warrior tonight? Yeah, man, Texas plus money on the road. Uh, this yeah. is a team that's scoring runs. They I agree. Really and the yeah. Angels are scuffling a little bit. There, the bullpen's a little taxed because yeah. the lineup is just not good, Joe. It's By not. By the way, Andrew Heaney has what's called a. a, <laughs> yeah. has a do you see that chronic changes yeah. in his elbow? What is he like a fourteen-year-old girl going through <laughs> chronic changes? Like, what the hell is happening? Is he I don't know. I've pause? never heard of it before in my his life. His elbow is having hot flashes. I've yeah. never heard of chronic changes in his elbow. Now, now I feel like they're it just is, making stuff up. It is not good. Yeah, it's 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 not good. And this Angels lineup is not good. And you know, Calhoun, I went yard yesterday. Trout as well. But Justin Bohr is he's striking out almost every time he gets up there. He's a platoon guy. Well, 
well, he's no Chris Davis. It's, it's, but, it's, you know. No. And um, Listella is a hole in the lineup. Goodwin is a hole in the lineup. So, yeah, I think Lance Lund could actually – you may be, may be sweating it out in the evening. It's the 10 o'clock game. But I, I think he could, he could go the distance, get you the W. I definitely like Texas as a road dog. I'll tell you what, too. You want to talk about another lineup builder tonight, potentially in the middle infield. It's Tommy Listella hitting sixth in that lineup. Uh, the lefty-righty matchup against Lance Lynn. I think that's another guy, too. Super cheap. He's 3-3 on DraftKings. And on the FanDuel side, he's just 2,100. Yeah, he's 2-1, yeah. So at, at 2,100, you know, for a one-off, all you need him to do is just get on base, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like just, yeah you're right. Listen, Tommy, listen, Tommy, come here. <laughs> Let me talk to you for a second. All you got to do is get on base, Tommy. That's all you got to do. <laughs> one time you get on base, two, forget it. I'm going to throw a parade for you. But that's going to allow you to do so much tonight. And I think offensively, you need to pay up for those bats. I'm just telling you, it's, it's that kind of a night. All right. Uh, so that is your slate for Friday. Uh, we kind of touched on the pitchers as we went through. So for me, it's give me top of the board, Colin McHugh, or it's give me bottom of the board on DraftKings with Thornton. And I will go Thornton as well. Uh, I'm, I'm just going all in tonight on him uh, and on the FanDuel side as well. I think Odorizzi is a big trap. I think Pavetta is going to have a fair amount of uh, action on him tonight too, but at 91 on FanDuel, no thank you. No. I'm passing on that. How about you? Is there another guy that's a trap or a must play for you? Um, not so much a trap. I'm with you on Odorizzi. I'm not sold on Porcello yet. He's just too his, – he's priced too high, and he's he just gives up home runs. So I'm not in on him. And Gossman, I would be – I'd be cautious about Gossman today. I don't think he's going to be able to go the distance. I, I'm going to have – Pablo Lopez even sneakier one? Like uh, – A little bit. Well, here, here's – here, here, I'm going to pitch you something. Ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here you go. Let me see what you – let me see how you feel about this. Pablo Lopez. First start, gave up five hits and five and a third, seven strikeouts, three earned, got the W, right? Yeah. Going against Gossman tonight, if you're playing multi-entry, right? Let's say, you you know, you can basically do the exact same lineup with Trent Thornton on the FanDuel side and then put Pablo Lopez in another one and put those two out there. Your thoughts on that? It's interesting. It, it, I mean, for me, it's just I, the Braves just don't strike out much. No, I know, but the ownership's going to be super low. <laughs> it will. And, it will be. And I'm just saying for the for the it's this, this is less of a, a. I'm not trying to knock the the Atlanta lineup is brilliant, but mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is Kevin Gossman. I just think is not long for this game. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, it's so. it's definitely something to think about. I'm with you. I'm going to have more shares of Thornton. I mean, I I can get by that that strategy and get behind it because I'm going to have something similar on the FanDuel side, right? With, with Pena's, it's the same sort of deal. He's five, five on FanDuel, cheap, cheap, cheap Lopez, same thing. Guys have yeah. some strikeout outside. Um, you're going to have to be a little bit different guys today with some of your lineups, like Joe said off the top here, because there's really no true studs. You're going to have to have that stars and scrubs quote, quote uh, approach. And like, like we talked about, I think it's very important to get some cubbies and some brewers in your lineup. All right, so again, just reminding everybody, subscribe to the show. That way you get the notifications when it comes out. Uh, The weekend edition usually comes out Saturday morning, and that's going to take you through Saturday and Sunday. So if you're not playing Saturday, but you're playing Sunday or vice versa, or you're doing the whole thing, it's there for you. Obviously, just kind of go to the middle of the show. If you're only playing Sunday and you missed Saturday, that's very simple to do, right? And we'll take you through all of that, give you the pitching matchups and the breakdowns of all the games. So that's how that's going to work. Uh, any other betting information tonight that you like, Chris, that you want to throw out there for everyone? Um, nothing more than I've, that I think I've already touched. I think Cubs, the over is eight and a half right now. Milwaukee and Cubs. I mean, I think that's going to get there for sure. Uh, Texas. I like your Texas road dog. Uh, my, Texas my road, road warrior dog. is the, is the Marlins tonight. 
I'm yeah. You, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm trolling Kevin Gossman hard. And I think that's a good call. Yeah, because we said brutal spring and not going to go long in, in the game. And then just the early ones, if you guys are getting this out there early, I like St. Louis at home. I like Tampa on the road. And I really like Seattle. I mean, this is a game that's, that's early on, but I'm going uh, to like the Seattle bats all weekend in Chicago. There you have it. All right, that'll do it for me and Chris Meany. We'll be back on Saturday with the weekend edition. And, of course, make sure, make sure you are uh, downloading and using the Line Star app as well with all the tools that you need to win some cash. You can follow us on the Twitter machine at Line Star app, at Joe Pizzapia 17 and at Chris Meany. And uh, that's it because, uh, I mean, really, there's only one thing left to do, Chris. On deck is done. It's time to step up to the plate and go yard. Have a great weekend, everybody. DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.